Have you ever been robbed while traveling? I have, and it can really complicate the remainder of your trip. Listen to what happened to me in Spain. You're listening to Travel FOMO, a podcast for people self-diagnosed with wanderlust. Thanks for tuning in for another episode of Travel FOMO. I'm Jamin Houghton, and with me, as always, is my wife, Hillary. Hey. We're in the middle of our secret season featuring an interview series with Hillary's sister, Jessica Giles. That's right. We're taking a behind-the-scenes look at the trip where I really caught Travel FOMO myself. And as college students, we were backpacking across nine European countries, and the trip itself ended with a lot of drama in Spain. I'm excited to hear about it. As we kick off this episode, take a second to rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast from wherever you're listening. There are a lot of algorithms out there that if you'll do that for us, it really helps us out a lot, pushes us out there so that more people can find us and become part of the Travel FOMO crew. Uh, Hillary, let's hear what uh, kind of trouble you got into with your sister in Spain. Jessica, why don't you tell us your... Um, highlights from Spain? What are some of the first things that come to mind when you think of that trip? Um, well, I love languages. So I, Spanish is, um, I studied a lot of Spanish in high school and um, got a minor in Spanish in college. So, which granted at this time I didn't have because I was away a year in, but um, a year into college at that time. But I loved uh, just Spanish culture um, and um, the language and just all of that. So I was really excited to get to make it to Spain so that I could practice my Spanish and, yeah. um, and just, you know, embrace, embrace the culture that much more. But, um, I, I, I don't know. I just loved it as a whole. I just really loved, we went to Barcelona. I don't know if you already said that, uh, which town we went to or not, but yeah, I, um, it's just active and festive and, um, I liked going to the markets and like getting food, like all the fruit and all the color. I feel like there was a lot of color there. Maybe it's just because the markets really stuck out to me a lot. Yes. I don't know, but. um, So colorful and like um, kind of the weather was interesting while we were there. It was really hazy and I'm not sure if it's always Mm -hmm. like that or what, but I guess it is a pretty big city, so that would kind of make sense. But um, even out on the beach, I remember thinking it's so hazy. I was so I was a little surprised by that, and and kind of how it felt a little overcast, although it was still really hot. And um, mm-hmm. yeah, I remember when we first arrived, we were about to we were we kind of stopped in different places and the train stopped in different places in Spain um, or in, in Barcelona. And, and we were waiting for the next stop to get to our hostel. And one time the doors open and we look out there and we see literally a couple feet away from us is our friend, George Sharp, whom we met (laughs) and we met him in London, saw him again in Switzerland. And we were just like, you've got to be kidding me. This is crazy. And we were just like, George, what are you doing? And he was like, hey, I was about to come find you guys. Like, we don't have phones. We don't know how we're going to find each other, but we just know we're going to end up in Barcelona and meet up. And we were like, get on the train. And he like got on the train. Like, it was just crazy. Like, okay. Like, that's so crazy. We bump into each other at the train stations. But um, a small world and such a big one. Yeah. Yeah. And he was literally like, well, I guess I'm going where y'all are going because I was going to try to find y'all anyway. So, <laughs> um, so funny. But um, 
but yeah, we stayed at the Abbey Youth Hostel. I I think we had like some interesting experiences there. I don't know if I would recommend it, although it was yeah. fine in terms of its actual location. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, then for sure. I remember there were some great, some really cool views because it was really high up. You had to walk up several floors and, and I liked that. I thought that was pretty cool, but, um, the personnel, the staff, I think are a little sketchy, a little iffy, um, based on our experiences, but, um, but good location. And we right by the beach, um, really right by, um, La Rumba's, uh, La Rumba. La Rambla, I think. Rambla. Yeah. La Rambla. Yeah. I don't know what it means. I need to look it up now. Yeah. <laughs> My yeah. Spanish is failing me. I, I can't believe I never looked it up before. I probably did. You probably it. did. I bet you did. <laughs> you probably already knew what it meant. <laughs> Maybe. But, um, oh. but yeah. Oh my gosh. That was just so entertaining to literally, mm-hmm. it's just one of the most entertaining streets to walk down ever. Um, yes. Gosh, like markets and with all kinds of fruits, fruits that don't even exist in America, I feel like, and mm-hmm. art and souvenirs and animals, animals. I, re- I literally wrote down there were animals. Like, <laughs> it was just so fascinating and the people watching was so good. Um, keep in mind, some of the entertainers are like people that they want you to tip them so you can take a picture of them. And that's fine, but I didn't actually know that at first, so I didn't get it. Yeah, I didn't either. So I have, like, photos of, like, these people posing and holding. They could see I was pulling out my camera, and they held up, like, a no camera sign, and I still didn't even notice, and I took a picture. Like, I'm like, (laughs) like, I was just so amazed by them. But, um, yeah. (laughs) So that our picture has no photo. <laughs> yeah, like literally. Uh, like, but we're like in the moment. You're in, you know, we're in the moment. We're not catching it. We're just enthralled by like all the color and their design. I, I mean, the way these people, the art artists on the, um, on the side, I mean, they would have really complex costumes, like, yeah. you know, that they would, and they would pose and they'd be in this position maybe all day. But, um, and so you're just really in awe of it and you kind of miss the con you miss the point the point is hey this is really cool but also show some appreciation don't just take a picture yeah oops we missed that it was really um it was amazing like this one guy he had a puppet and the puppet looks like a little bit like kermit the frog i think and um and he was getting the puppet to play the piano like a miniature piano but it was a puppet. So yeah. if you can imagine him being able to operate the strings of a puppet so that the fingers are playing a piano, that Golly. is unbelievable. Like I was just like, I don't know. It's, it's crazy. So, um, true talent, like yeah. it was like actual art. It was really pretty amazing. Um, Gosh, yeah. imagine the so, time it took to do that, to learn how to do that. Yeah, I wish I would have spent more time, honestly, like just wandering down the street. And um, we did for we did um, a couple times, but like still I could have spent more time checking it all out. That night we had a great time and we started making our way down the street to see like what's out there. And one of the first things mm-hmm. we came across was this shot bar, like, um, like you would imagine getting shots at a bar it's like a whole bar and all you could get were 
these little shots and but you could pick all these different kinds and these flavors and um we're not huge drinkers so this was like kind of a, a venture for us but um <laughs> but it was just a wall there was a whole wall lit full of all these names of all these different types of drinks these different types of shots that they would make but they're also it was an, a form of entertainment so while you're there you're watching people um and they are taking these shots that are might involve them lighting your mouth on fire or um there's a certain kind of dance that you got to do and you got to spin around three times and it's all just kind of this form of entertainment for people and um that was a hoot um i just fun. remember having a really good time and it was just different and um we were with we were with a big group of people so it felt um i say a big group of people i think it was six to eight people that were in our group and um it was fun it was a lot of fun um although the night did end on a low because i lost my credit card that night and also we think that there were probably people there that were um thieving um but i lost my credit card and then um uh, we didn't wear the lanyard that night did we <laughs> I no. think we had it was hot, so we actually had tank tops and we in the it colder regions hot. we had that lanyard underneath. I don't think yeah. we did this time. But oh, fortunately, so we so had good. you and I had left our passports locked up in the hostel. A lot of times you could like rent out a locker um oh. or some kind of safe or something. They'd put yeah, they might would even put it in their safe for you. And so we had um left our passports there. But um, our friend George had brought his passport and his credit card and he lost them both. And we think they were stolen or we know they were stolen actually, because, um, fast forward to the next day, we were searching the beach. We never found them. Um, we eventually called and found that like charges were being made. I think I had like, <gasps> oh, I don't remember how much money. Do you remember? Am I, I don't know hundred dollars maybe a thousand dollars on mine and then his credit card had been used up to five thousand dollars already within less oh, than wow. 24 hours Dang. which is crazy and um and he needed a new passport so it kind of became this like day of like filing a re police report at the police station which made no sense at all because they required us to do it all on one piece of paper and i was like oh but, but I'm Hillary and he's George. And so literally we're trying to put our American addresses on this form that's made for one person. And we're trying to explain that like, no, we're two different people, but they're like, but it's the same incident. And you're like, Oh my gosh. But, um, wow. but yeah, it was really, and then it's really confusing to try to navigate a police station in another country. Were you with us at that time, Jess? Did you go to the police station with us? Um, I, at some point, I must have gone to the police station to, like, drop you guys off or something. Yeah. Or, I mean, not like, so. not like you needed me to show for you, but at, um, because, because I was there for a short time, but I think, I think we learned eventually that, like, this is going to take a while. Yeah. And so then I ended up going back to the hostel. Yeah. Good for eventually. you. Well, I, I take that back. I went down La Rambla for a little while. Yeah. 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 Well, then we ended up also having to go get him a new passport. And I technically didn't have to go, but I was like, this is crazy. No, 
this is a crazy adventure. <laughs> so we went to the embassy um, or the U.S. consulate or is that the same thing? It's probably the same thing. I but. think that, yeah, I think they're the same thing. Yeah. But it was weird because like I'd never experienced that before. And like they go to great lengths to like you go through a lot of security and then you're like on American soil. And all of a sudden people speak perfect English and you're like, oh my gosh, I'm in America for a moment, you know? It's, <laughs> I feel um, safer now. <laughs> yeah, it was crazy. And um, and he got his passport. He literally used some photos from like, you know how there are like photo booths randomly at places? Yes, malls and stuff. So he literally saw a photo booth in a train station and took some photos. Wow. Which oh, I have no idea. Like, how do you even know that that's an option? I would never guessed. But yeah, so it was just a weird day of like trying to like get a handle on things and calling mom and dad. To be like, hey, that was a phone call. <laughs> yeah, can you like stop the credit card? And um, and boy, we really put are, them. Through are we a lot. glad that? <laughs> I was gonna say, aren't we glad that that was on the tail end of this trip and not at the beginning? Yes. That would have just put like, oh made the tension yeah. that much like you know any kind of because I mean what do you do like we were trying not to use the credit card a lot but it was also a safety precaution you're better off mm -hmm. to use a credit card than your debit card because your credit will be protected so like that thousand dollars that was spent on my credit card I'd never had to pay it but if it had yeah. been on my debit card I don't think you it would have protected it. I'm not sure well maybe it would have I don't know um, but um but your debt I think it I think you're right that credit um credit cards are easier to get that money back on fraud, fraud yeah. situation debit cards. Yeah. But, um, man, and I remember the sun did not go down until like really late at night. It felt really late. <laughs> and like, um, there was all those tapas bars everywhere. So like you could go get a beer and like you get it, get a huge beer for like, a euro and a half like or, or just a euro and then I just remember everything was so cheap in Spain that I was like blown away by it um like two euros for a bottle of wine it was just um kind of crazy but um but nobody really got out until like 11 or 12 p.m it was crazy um it's crazy I think I forgot that yeah like, yeah woke up like the city woke up late because it's like, yeah well and I also yeah we would sleep really late but then also I would feel like we would take a nap just so we could like get through the night the part of the night where most people are outside experiencing Spain so like you don't want to necessarily you want to nap when they're napping I guess you could say and then be out and about when they are and out and about would be like 11 or 12 o'clock at night it's crazy <laughs> But one of those days, we went to a place on the beach to eat, and Jessica, I don't remember if uh, it was all three of us or if it was just George and I, but we saw this guy, Joe, that I'd met in Switzerland at Bombers, the, the hostel there, and um, Joe had this interesting story. When I met him, he shared this story, and I was just like, oh, my gosh. And it was so heartbreaking that I repeated it to you, and I repeated it to everyone I met along the way. <laughs> Never dreaming I would see Joe again. So, um, yeah. So Joe's story was that he and his girlfriend planned this trip to Europe, and a couple weeks before they went, they yes. 
Yeah. I remember this story. And they both had invested so much at that point. They were like, well, I still want to go to Europe. And, you know, both of them still wanted to go. So they had to ride in a plane and, and sit right beside each other all the way there. Oh my gosh. And then they decided once they landed, they were like, okay, we're going to go our separate ways. And, um, and literally take the exact opposite path um, as the other person. And then, wow. so they wouldn't bump into each other. And then they would have to get back on the flight eventually and go all the way oh home. Oh, my side gosh. Side. I was like, rough. Ooh, that was oh. so, yeah, right? I forgot that story. Oh. I know, but once you hear it, you're, you're, you're yeah. to repeat it. And so yeah. that's what I did. So along the way, I told my new friend, George, about <gasps> this guy, oh. George. <laughs> Never dreaming that George and Joe would meet, but it's such a small backpacking world that you do run into people. So then, oh, that's wild. I see Joe and I'm like, oh my gosh, do I know you? And he's like, I think I know you too. And we kind of trace each other back to Switzerland, and we're like, oh my gosh, we were doing our laundry together in Bombers Hostel in Interlock in Switzerland, and we're like, that's crazy. Well, he comes to sit down with us, and I introduce him to George, and then George is like. Oh, you're that guy. No. Oh, no. He's like, great. So you shared my horrible. That's exactly what he said. He basically looked at me and said, you told people? Like, what? And I was just like, I didn't, I didn't, I never dreamed this would happen. Oh, my gosh. I just. Oh, man. Yeah. That was like a super awkward moment. But, um, but I think. I don't know if it was the next day or when it was. It might have been the next day that um, you and I were out and about, and we went to the train station to kind of get our tickets ready to leave because we wanted to go ahead and buy the tickets we knew we would need eventually because we definitely wanted to get back to England in time because we're at the end of our trip. We wanted to make sure we get back to England on time, and we had heard that there can be train issues and stuff. So you definitely want to do it all right. And we don't want to flight back to the U S and <laughs> I was about to start deal. a new job like, <laughs> a couple, a day or two. I think it was like 24 or 48 hours after returning. I was supposed to start a new job, which is so oh. crazy now, but um, yeah. So we get to the train station and are trying to talk to this attendant and they're like yeah no you can't buy that ticket and we're like pardon and they're like yeah no no trains and we're like what are you saying what are you talking about you might remember this differently jessica i just remember them being like nope and then finally they wrote down on a piece of paper strike in capital letters and we were like oh my gosh there's been a train strike and we are not gonna make it back like it was just so surreal um and uh, yeah so it was like I, oh my gosh I wish I like I remember it as you're like as you're feeding it to me I'm like oh yeah oh yeah it's pretty crazy and then um basically it was like strike and we learned that it was in France they did it's not in Spain strike. Yeah, and we had to get through France in order to get back to the Eurostar that would take us underground back uh, under the ocean back to England. And so, yeah, so we like, they were like, the strike is tomorrow. And we're like, 
oh my gosh, like, well, we were going to leave tomorrow. And they're like, you can't, no trains tomorrow. And it's <laughs> no like, trains tomorrow. yeah, but we couldn't, we couldn't wait another day. Cause that would be pushing it too close to yeah. missing our flight. So we got back to the hostel. We just like ran back to the hostel and we're like, we got to go. We got to pack. We got, we, we're leaving right man. now. I mean, we hustled. I don't, I, I don't remember how much time we had until the train was going to leave that night, but it was like, there was no time to do anything. It was just like, well, okay, well, we're, we're rushing back to the hostel, throwing our stuff together and getting out and hopping on a train. It was crazy. And I was like, I bought cherries from the market and I put them in the fridge of the hostel. We rushed out and left them. What was it? Cherries. Oh. That was while you guys were at the uh, at the embassy and doing all that. I had bought cherries out on the market, walking the wrong look, so relaxing. I was listening to my CD player, my Walkman, <laughs> and just you know, like walking to the my own soundtrack of my life. I felt like it was that. awesome. It was such a great yeah. day for me. I apologize because I know it wasn't for you guys. Just trying to make the best of it. No, it, but it sounds like <laughs> such a moment you capture in your memory and you're like, and it was such a great day. So it was such, yeah, it was a great moment. And, um, and so I bought, yeah, I bought these cherries at the market and I was like, well, I ate some of them, but gosh, it was like a good size. They give you a lot. So I brought them back to the hostel and tossed them in. And then we were in such a rush. I mean, and food, like we don't really know what to anticipate. Like I would have gladly grabbed those and brought them because, like, we don't right. even have time to grab food. Like, we're, I don't know what we're doing for dinner. Like, we don't know where we're staying tonight. Like, oh my gosh. was it overnight? Was it, a, it had to have been probably an overnight. I think night. it was overnight because the sun was setting and we were, like, running as fast as we could. And then I think I remember us sleeping in some, some Spain train stations. Oh, so. that's, um, okay. Well, I was going to say, did we meet some ladies on the way back? From Spain. Oh yeah, a girl from that had been to Greece and everything. Yeah, that's right. That's right. That's where we, we did. It was an overnight train. To go. I'm pretty sure, and we actually had a bed. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty Which we sure. Were really grateful for and surprised and lucky because I mean, gosh, given the circumstances, like it, we were really taking whatever we could get. Yeah. So the fact that we got a sleeper. We didn't get very many of the, those on the whole trip. So yeah. That was pretty cool. Yeah, but, for um, sure. What was your, um, I, I just remember too, going back to those two girls, like, um, they were both traveling separately and I just remember being like, wow, that is so cool that you're traveling by yourself. And one girl was super outgoing and she like had just been island hopping in Greece. And I was like, Oh yeah, that is on my list now. Like, (laughs) and she was just, you could tell she'd been out in the sun for days and days and she was just really friendly. And then, so even on the train, it was fun to like, it was like four of us girls, like walking down to like the food train, the, the food car and, um, hanging out with people and meeting new people and she was just really outgoing and it made it so easy to meet new people. And, um, she really stuck out to me though. I was like, I want to do that someday. Mm -hmm. It's fun. Now you said she was from Greece, right? Or had she gone to Greece? Was she from Greece or had she just visited? I think she was actually, um, from America and had been in Mm -hmm. Greece. Okay. Wow. Then that does make traveling by yourself. I was going to say if they were from just other parts of Europe and were 
traveling solo. That's kind of like, you know, as we mentioned in previous episodes, that it's U.S. is so big that it's kind of like Europe traveling from country to country in Europe might be similar in some ways, obviously not the same, to going from state to state in U.S. Mm -hmm. And um, so, you know, us going on like, if one of us went on a solo trip out of state, not a big thing here. But, right. um, but yeah, if those are American girls going over solo, super brave, pretty cool. Yeah. I remember thinking that and thinking, wow, I can't believe you're doing that. Um, what was your favorite memory of Spain, Jess? Um, probably La Rambla, really yeah. like going to La Rambla, listening to my tunes and eating cherries. Um, yeah. I did enjoy, we, I don't know if we mentioned this, but it seemed like we sat on the beach at one point and yeah. just. I think we had some really cheap wine, just really, I mean, cheap yeah. wine and it wasn't great, but we were like, we're on the beach in Barcelona drinking wine. <laughs> just yeah. like, it just felt really like, gosh, life is good. And, um, but yeah, so that was a fun moment. I really enjoyed. And then definitely La Ramba for sure. Yeah. For me too. Like La Ramba is definitely on the list. It's just so visual. It's hard to forget it. Mm-hmm. And And also that night that we just hung out with that group of people and went to the nearby bar, like that to me was, um, it was so fun. I just have like a lot of clear, really good memories of hanging out with a group of people, even though, even though I lost my credit card, didn't end well, but it was fun. It was fun. And I do wish I had done, and I'd be interested to hear what you wish you'd done in Spain. I wish that I had gone to more places in Spain, including maybe like tiny villages, but then also, um, the, I'm not sure if I'm going to say this right, but, um, the unfinished Basilica called La, um, La Sagrada Familia, I think. Um, and it's like this huge cathedral basically that has never been finished and it looks like a sand castle, but it's huge and it was like I didn't really know enough about it for it to formally be on my list I should have but I didn't realize how amazing it was or I would have made it happen um but I always I still look back at that and I'm like man I wish I'd done that and seen that um just because it's unfinished it looks so remarkable like Mm -hmm. it's just really hard to explain um but it's La Sagrada Familia I believe is how you say it, but um, is there anything you wish you'd done in Spain? Um, I don't have any like particular events, like Spanish cultural events, that um, off the top of my head that I would like to attend. But I would love to have, um, like, if I went back, would uh, time it where I could find some kind of like festival or like um, very cultural, where um, you know. Were like the dress and everything, like older mm-hmm. culture of Spain, mm-hmm. where they um do a, like a fun uh, gosh, like a dance, you know, or you know, where you're um, oh my gosh, I'm like really botching this right now, but you know, just like those um older dances that um more traditional Spanish, not necessarily just the like more modernized um, touristy part of Spain, but like really getting to 
not only see it, but even like get to participate, like, okay, teach me how to do this traditional um, Spanish dance. That would be super oh, fun. Cool. And, um, and getting to see them in their traditional dress. Um, uh, that would be really fun. Like That's really cool. Yeah. The Spanish culture is just so fabulous and rich and like, um, I don't know. It just makes me, it just feels so like elaborate in so many ways. And I, I'm, mm-hmm. I love that. I'm a little over yeah. the top myself. So, um, <laughs> but I would say I would like, I wish I'd gone to that Basilica as far as doing anything again, I would definitely just spend more time along the La Rumba. Um, and then I'd do more tapas. Like I would spend, because the Spanish are so well known for just hanging out and being together and resting well and enjoying each other. And I would like do that a little bit more, but I'm kind of like you hearing you say that about like the culture, I would definitely want to do more culturally relevant stuff. Um, I'm curious, do you have any tips, general tips for people who are um, interested in going on a trip like this to Europe what would you say? Are there certain things that you just, um, wish you'd known before and would have done differently or, um, and it's kind of a broad question because we're talking about all these different countries. Um, but just any lasting recommendations for people? The one thing that sticks out to me the most that I feel like made the trip for me, and it's going to sound like the most off the wall thing for most people. Um, but to pray about it, like I, um, I mean, I know every, there's lots of people with different faiths out there, but, um, I, man, like just praying and asking for favor in different situations. There were lots of times that whether, you know, whether it was in Europe, I mean, we could have f- faced a similar encounter in America. So it really has nothing to do with being a tourist in Europe, but, um, that where we were in situations where like we had to make a judgment, we had to, you know, kind of discern, Hmm, do we, you know, is this a good idea or not? And, um, and I just feel like being able to pray about it and like, and, uh, it allowed me to be able to trust that, you know, what God does have this, like I can relax and enjoy myself and Mm -hmm. just trust the next step. Like, that, okay, I can't anticipate that this is an adventure. This is like a roller coaster of exhilarating moments in my life that I'm getting to experience right now in another country, in lots of other countries. And um, especially looking back as an adult, because I've matured a lot in the 15 years since we've had it, since we made that trip, um, you know, you go through a lot of things in life and you experience things that like, Oh, that did not always go in my favor. (laughs) But, um, but so just like, you know, trusting that like God, like he wants good things. He wants to like, he wants you to be able to enjoy life. Just trust him in that moment. And like, may not go perfect. It may not go as you planned at all, but like, um, embrace it and embrace any opportunity where you might get to like share a little bit of him, a little bit of goodness, whatever goodness you have in you, you get to share that with the people that you're meeting along the journey. And that's what the world needs. The world needs to see the goodness in us. And so, um, embrace that part of your journey, knowing that like, 
God's going to guide you through it. And that like, he can use even fun moments. This was a fun trip. This was not like a mission trip. This was not, um, in any way purposeful. <laughs> it was totally just for fun. But I feel like, um, I feel like he taught me a lot along the way. And I feel like he also, um, you know, he can use those moments. He, I feel like he used other people along the way to be an encouragement to us. And so in the same way, we really don't know how we might've been an encouragement to other people mm. just in our hearts wanting to be good and, you know, give people hope in, in the goodness of mankind. And yeah. so, um, so I got I, that. See, like, that's totally not what I think most people would expect to hear when it comes to traveling abroad, but there are so much unexpected things. I mean, do your research by all mm -hmm. means, study your history, <laughs> yeah. study your history. So you can appreciate it. Um, For but, sure. but yeah. And like you said, you mentioned, um, you know, just, praying for for god's favor and that reminds me of um that we would read psalm 91 like pretty consistently um yeah. and and that scripture is just it's all about god being our refuge and our fortress and our protector and um and the the one that we trust the one who's going to deliver us from um from any bad thing and i think there were a lot of times where i was like i don't know if we're safe and would literally try to read through this um, and just be reminded of that. And yeah, and I, it, it did feel like we had his favor um, along the way. It was an awesome trip. Awesome, awesome trip. Wish you guys had been with us. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Bet you weren't. <laughs> it was great. I'm sorry. That was something I awesome. would say. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, it was but. an awesome sister trip for sure. Yeah. Man, I couldn't sure. have imagined a better person to go with it on. Like, oh, yeah. Me and Hillary get along pretty well and sometimes even bust out in the same song in the same key in the on same the same key. line <laughs> same moment <laughs> and all of that it's Can so crazy um yeah we had a it was a great trip we were ready to be home i remember when we arrived at dfw airport mom and dad were there and um i was so happy to see them and i remember mom she said um i saw this beautiful woman and i was like oh she's so pretty and I just, she just thought about this pretty girl in front of her. And then she realized it was you, Jessica. And she was like, oh my gosh, that's my daughter. And um, I guess it's that haircut you got. And I think we were both wearing some That and the skirt. <laughs> yeah. Spanish skirts that we bought or something. Okay. So at this point, you guys have been, you're wrapping up your trip. You've been to a lot of different places uh, with a lot of different languages and your sister expressed a lot of interest in them. Uh, how necessary is it for you to know the language before you go to a country? Yeah. Um, that's a great question. And it's not necessary, but it is so helpful. Her, she was just amazing she was like a little walking dictionary and she loved it so much it wasn't frustrating for her uh, which was really helpful too right because if you're on your own and you're trying to um, decipher something or trying to get somebody to understand you um, it can be really frustrating but she loved the languages so much it wasn't even frustrating for her um, but I would say it's really not necessary 
don't let it keep you from going anywhere. You and I have been to Italy and um, to England, um, Italy being, you know, the place where we really couldn't speak the language and, and Mexico and different places. Um, and it really didn't hold us back. Um, you'd be surprised how much of the world knows just enough English that it'll get you by. And then you'd also be surprised at how much you can convey and how much you learn right off the bat and how much you can convey to each other, um, with the, what little, you know, of your own languages. So. Yeah, I think a lot of a lot of people respond well if you just kind of make an effort. Yeah. You know, just make a little bit of effort and then you end up being okay. Yeah. So tell us about uh, Las Rambas. Oh, my gosh. It's so amazing. I would really encourage people to look up photos, although I did that recently and the pictures don't even do it justice. Um, there's all kinds of things. Um, it sounds just like a street, right? And it is more or less, but it's got so much activity happening all the time. And so we saw tons of live musicians, street performers. And I I say street performers because there's no way to describe them all. They're all so unique. Um, But just tons of people watching, tons of entertainment, live human statues, uh, which we talked about a little bit in the podcast uh, with the conversation with my sister, and then all kinds of places to eat. um, And not just that, but markets, like fresh markets where you can get fresh produce, fresh fruit, um, I think to the average American, that's not really, doesn't really sound that interesting, but wait till you get there and do it anyway, because it's just jaw dropping. The things that you have never been exposed to, that you get to see for the first time in these fresh fruit markets or these fresh uh, produce markets. Um, It was just really cool. And remember, you're by the sea, so you're seeing all kinds of fresh fish and um, octopus and all kinds of stuff that's, you know, there for you to buy. And um, it's, it would be a really cool place to stay where you have a kitchen and have the opportunity to buy some fresh food from the market and make some food yourself. It'd be really cool. That's a fun idea. Yeah. Yeah. To be able to cook um, in a foreign country in a foreign way sounds like Sounds like a lot of fun. Yeah. It'd and be a cool experience. There's actually, I was looking it up again recently, and there's a grocery store um, on La Rumba that has, um, it's it's just a grocery store, but it's got all kinds of stuff in it, including um, places where you can sample food and then also um, the ability to take cooking classes. Oh, that would be cool. Yeah. So like, there you go. That's like an easy, um, an easy way to actually be taught how to cook the fresh food that you're buying in a market. Very cool. That's a that sounds like a lot of fun. Yeah. I think I think I'd really like that. Shifting gears here, what's it like to go to an American embassy in a foreign country? Oh my gosh, that was so fascinating. It is um, nerve wracking and peaceful at the same time hmm. because you're literally crossing onto American soil, and they make that very evident for you. So. Um, and from that perspective, there's some peace. Um, from the other perspective, it's a lot like going to an airport, right? You're basically entering into where foreign territory, um, foreign for Spain. Um, and so you're crossing over into, um, territory where they want to make sure you're not carrying guns. They want to make sure, you know, you, you're, um, they want to keep everything safe. Um, so it's got a lot of security. Um, and the one we went to, um, there's like big stone walls that protect it all. Um, as soon as you kind of walk through, you look up and, um, you're kind of like in a, um, 
I guess you could say like a an open lawn in the middle and there's the American flag and you feel especially after our scenario um getting robbed like you feel really um it feels really comforting to see the American flag right there and know that like um your rights have been restored as you your American rights are restored as you stand there so right Uh, that's fascinating that's really interesting um shifting gears again I'm do ready. you uh, do you remember what you ordered at the shot bar? So you go to the <laughs> bar where it's it's just shots. Um, that sounds like like the dream when you're 23 and the nightmare <laughs> when you're 40. But um, <laughs> what uh, what do you remember about uh, about the shot bar? What'd you order? Yeah, I wish I did remember what I ordered. Um, I remember what some other people ordered. And one of those was the Monica Lewinsky, which was <laughs> highly entertaining. Um, and the drink did not come in a glass, a typical glass. It was um, a little more um, risque than that. But um, very creative. They got pretty creative. Yes. Um, I do remember my mouth being lit on fire by a bartender. Wow. And yeah, that was that was a lot of fun. And um, a lot of they would, it was just so fun to see all the different things that um, they would make people do. And, um, you know, and you didn't know what your shot was going to be like. You didn't know what was in it. You didn't. That wasn't part of the deal. Part of the deal was like you order it and that's all you know is like the name of it gotcha so So it's just names like on a menu or on a board or oh yeah good i'm so glad you asked that it was actually all of these names and and we may have talked about this too in our interview all of these names on a lit up wall got it um so just rows and rows and rows i probably 500 different shots that you could choose from so got it pretty crazy really interesting yeah very entertaining i would um it was the place that we believe um our credit card got stolen so i would be careful um there's probably some people sitting around watching and they're getting a good laugh out of it um and then waiting to uh to you know steal some of your cash or something but um That, that is a good note for people to like you know go have fun have a good time but kind of keep like keep your wits about you all the time just mm-hmm. because you know i would imagine that that thieves probably stick a place like that out yeah because they know people are going to have their guard down a little bit they're going to be having fun it's a good opportunity for them yeah definitely definitely so another question uh you you guys talk about this about um about your trip and kind of the space that it created for you to and for Jessica to pray and, and things like that. Can traveling be a spiritual experience? Yeah, absolutely. Um, for me, I would definitely say solo travel can be a spiritual experience because um, the times that I have felt like I... Um, really came to terms with things in my life or matured or all those things. It happened when I was traveling solo and Mm. I really had a chance to think, um, think quietly, ponder things and, um, and really listen to what I felt like God was telling me. Um, so I would definitely say it could be, you could, you, you know, you can hear what my sister had to say. Like she definitely felt like it changed the yeah. course of her life in mm-hmm. some instances. And so, um, I, th- and again, that wasn't 
me sitting by her on a train talking to her. That didn't change her future, right? It was the time that she had alone to reflect and to really ponder what it is God wanted for her. That's when she course corrected in her life and really kind of changed her path. So Yeah, yeah. I think it is fascinating the space that going on a trip, getting out of your typical surroundings and going somewhere you haven't been and taking that time away from your routines, away from work and all that stuff, that it creates that space for you to really think and listen. And um, I it just really think does. that's really cool. Yeah, that's a great point. It really does. And it ends up, um, you know, you can't um, do all those errands that you would normally fill your time with at home, right? Right, you don't have your list of Yeah, stuff. you don't have your list. Yeah. And even if you've got that list, you can't do it. Most of those things you right. can't be done. Yeah. And so, um, yeah, it, it creates space. That's a good way of putting it. Well, that wraps up the secret season here on the Travel FOMO podcast. Thanks again to Hillary's sister, Jessica Giles, for sharing her memories with us. Yeah, she spent so many hours on Skype with me recording those interviews. So many hours. I really appreciate that, Jessica. And I'm curious if our listeners have um, ever experienced something similar to what we did in Spain, specifically um, getting robbed. Like, have any of you guys experienced um, losing a credit card or getting something stolen while you were on vacation? I know um, my brother has experienced something like that as well. Um, And so it can really, really change your plans. But tell us about it. These are all experiences that we all learn from. So you can post some photos from that trip, um, tag us if you want. You'll find us on Travel FOMO. You'll find Travel FOMO on Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, and YouTube. And that is where we'll also share with you our photos and videos from our own trips. And then you can also learn more about us at TravelFOMOPodcast.com. Absolutely. And this may be the last episode of this season, but uh, we are certainly not done. Not by a long shot. We've got a lot more experiences to share. Uh, We're excited about uh, the next season coming up right after this. So uh, be sure to subscribe so that uh, you can get those podcasts right when they come out. Um, Don't forget to rate review as well. That helps us out, helps other people. Uh, go tell your friends about it. Go and, tell all your uh, friends. Just take their phones and download it and tell them to listen to it. Yeah. <laughs> you guys, um, life is short, so you just make the most of it. Life is short. Wonder well. Wonder well.